Hi there, I'm Jen Blandos, the founder of Female Fusion. I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years with experience in building seven-figure businesses and working around the world. Originally, I'm from Canada, but I've been living in Dubai for the past 14 years. I've created this podcast to share my insights and expertise as a global entrepreneur and help other women start, build, grow, and scale their businesses. You'll also hear from some of the world's top experts and female entrepreneurs who will inspire and motivate you to achieve your business goals. So join me as we explore all that the world has to offer and build the business of your dreams. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Women on the Rise podcast. And today we're going to talk all about events. This is a question that I get asked a lot by our members and also people who aren't our members is information about how we as Female Fusion create events and how we're able to create such engaging events. But one of the things I wanted to go a bit deeper on is it's not just female fusion events, but it's really thinking about how you can use events to help you build your reputation and to help you grow your business. And it's something that I discovered very early on when I had my business that, um, that it was a really great way to get in front of people that you wouldn't necessarily get to meet to have them get to know about you and your business. And I remember, gosh, it was almost 20 years ago when I set up my first business in London. And one of the things that I wanted to do was to have a number of clients and customers in Central in Eastern Europe. And I came up with this crazy idea. Now, this would have been probably 2004, 2005, so a long, long, long time ago. And I was like, okay, so I want to have more clients in Central and Eastern Europe. Um, what is something that I can do that will get them interested? So I had a communications and PR training company. And so what we did is we created an event all around communicating in the new European Union. Because around that time, there was going to be a number of countries joining the EU. And we were like, Let's go and talk about how communication works and talk about communicating around different European markets and let's create an event. And I remember that uh, I went to Prague, invited people all over Europe that I knew and they invited their friends and I think we charged maybe about 50 euros for this event. We didn't make any money for it. Um, and we organized an event in Prague at a really nice hotel we ended up having about 75 people come to that event. And as a result of me organizing that event, I, so many people, so many people who ended up becoming uh, clients or customers or referring other people to me because they had enjoyed the event so much that they told everybody about me and my business. So, you know, that's years ago and that shows you my age. Um, but the thing is, is using that event was a really great way for me to start to build my brand. Because before then, people didn't really know my my business and the event really helped to go and do that. Now, 
how does that work for your own small business? <coughs> Sorry, Mel, losing my voice. So how does that work for your business? Well, there are so many different types of events that we can organize for our business, either free or pay, that will allow us to get in front of our ideal customer. We just need to have a little bit of creativity about what we can do. But one of the first things that you need to, to be super clear on and you need to be super clear on anyways for your business is who is your ideal paying customer or ideal paying customer? Because if you're not clear on that, any sort of event that you're going to do is going to be a little bit wishy-washy because you won't be able to really target the right clients or customers for the event. So that's the first thing. As a business, you need to be clear on the ideal paying customer because those are the people most likely that you're going to want to be targeting for your. But the first thing you want to do after that is you need to be incredibly clear on what your outcomes are and what the purpose of your event is. The number of people that I've met who organize events for the sake of organizing an event and don't put a strategy behind that find that uh, their events don't really work or with their event, they don't end up converting because they, they have invited the wrong people or they have the wrong outcome. You know, just having an event for people to go and talk is maybe not going to be the best outcome. So think about what your primary objective is for that event and your desired outcome. And it could be, you know, you just want to increase brand awareness. Maybe you want to use it as a tool to generate leads for your business, or it could be something as simple as building customer loyalty. And we do that in Female Fusion once a year. We do a big event for our annual members, our ones who pay in one lump sum. And the reason why we do that, and I say this to our members all the time as well, is that it's much easier as a business to have annual customers rather than um, monthly customers because of bound credit card payments. So that's our little way of saying to our members who, who pay in one lump sum, thank you very much. Here's a lovely special event for you as a result of that. But when you have that, that gives you a really clear purpose when you're planning your event and it helps guide your decisions and helps you kind of be really clear on what your goals are going to be as well. And then the next thing you want to think about is you want to have an engaging event. So you want it to be engaging and relevant for the people who are going to come. Now, sometimes it might just be a networking event and that's all that people want. But sometimes at your networking events, maybe you want to have a speaker that will be a bit of a job. So we did that at our last networking event. We did uh, an event where it was a mixed networking event where we had men and women entrepreneurs attend. And we had a guy speak, had a woman speak. And we had uh, Vuk, who has a podcasting studio called Podster. He came and spoke about the power of podcasting. And then we also had Elena, who is a member of Female Fusion. And she spoke about the power of meta ads and changes in meta ads 
And that was really powerful. And our members really, really loved that. And I got messages from people the next day saying how much they enjoyed the speakers and how much they enjoyed connecting with the people who were there. So you want to make sure that it's going to be really relevant for your audience that's going. And I'm sure we've all been to events where they're a bit lame and, you know, either it's not your ideal paying customer that's there or people that you would want to connect with or the content is bad or it just feels a little bit awkward and you have people throwing business cards at you trying to get lots of new business and not really having those meaningful connections. And that's why it's really important that you want to think about what your audience wants to take away from that, how you can make it engaging. Now, it could be just a networking event or it could be a bigger conference or event. We did a funding and investment summit earlier this year and that took us days and days and days of content to make sure that we really got the right speakers, covered the right content. So it was going to be one of those things that people attended and they're like, that was an amazing. And that is my plan for every event that we do is that I want people to walk away from an event and say, that was amazing. That was such a good event. I love going to female fusion events, whether it's networking, whether it's a conference, whether it's a breakfast, whether it's a collaboration meetup, it is amazing. And we even do that as well for our online meetups as well. But for today's purpose, I'm focusing a bit more on the in-person stuff. Now, another thing that is so important to consider is your organization and your logistics. And you need to be so on top of this because you can have the most amazing outcome determined for your event. You can have incredible content and speakers and your whole event could be ruined by bad planning and logistics. And this is where you need to be on top of every single tiny little detail from having a great venue who is really, really easy to work with to ensuring that you stick to time, that if people have to register, that that makes it really easy. And, you know, if you've been to a female fusion event as well, you'll see that from the moment that you register, we put you into a whole funnel where you will get emails and you will get email reminders and we'll tell you about what to expect. And depending upon the event, we might want you to fill in a form so we can help connect you with other people. Um, all of those sorts of things need to be planned in advance and you make that as easy as possible. And then also things as well like technical arrangements too. So this means that you need to be super organized. You need to be on top of the venue and very clear with the venue about what the expectations are. And one of the things I find as well is that when you are choosing your venue, make sure that you choose the right venue. And if you get a bad feeling about dealing with the venue, for example, it takes them forever to get back to you. Um, they give you wrong information. They aren't clear with their information. When you see things like that in the beginning, chances are that you will have the same problems with them even on the day of your event. 
So I have a rule as well that if a venue is unprofessional or disorganized when we are dealing with them in advance, that we'll pick another venue. Because trust me, if you have a poorly organized venue, it's going to make it very difficult for you to pull off a seamless. And we had that happen once to us. We did a nighttime networking event and we were very clear on everything that we wanted to do with the venue. And the venue was like, yeah, 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 no problem. And then one thing we didn't realize is that they had planned another event directly after ours. And so they started clearing up and moving furniture around while our guests were still in the room. And then the moment that the clock hit, whatever time it was, they started telling people to leave. And that was so incredibly embarrassing. And of course, you know, I dealt with them um, and we will never deal with venue again, but it was just one of those things as well. And there were a few red flags that appeared in advance with that venue. And it made me realize again, if you don't have a good feeling about your venue in the beginning, don't go and deal with it. Other things as well, when you're dealing with venues for your events, I cannot emphasize how important food is and to ensure that you cater to every single type of food allergy in the world. Because if you don't, people are going to be disappointed. Sorry, Mel. So for me, um, I have a number of food allergies, so I'm very sensitive on this and I make sure that it's dealt with, but it's one of the comments that we get from people who come to our events is they're like, I'm so happy to come to your event because I know that my food allergies or my food intolerances will always be catered for, where I've gone to so many other events and people just don't listen. And people, you know, tell me that they're going to do it and they don't, and then there's no food for them. Trust me, as somebody who has food allergies and who has difficulties with things like that, that it really ruins your experience. So in today's day and age, it's super, super, super important that we need to be on top of things like food as well. Because then when you have just such a seamless experience and seamless organization of your event, People focus on the event and they enjoy the content and they enjoy connecting with the people who are at the event rather than being a bit annoyed that, you know, the organization is, the food is bad, the toilets are dirty, you know, any of these sorts of things can put such a downer on your events as well. And then the final thing that I would say when you're thinking about your events is always curate your events to think about how you can foster networking and relationship building for you with your audience, but also with them as well. So think about in your event and how you plan it, how you can give people opportunities for networking, relationship building, encourage any sort of interactions where they that meaningful connection. Because oftentimes, if you can provide that platform, that, you know, relationships that people create during an event might need the new partnerships or collaborations. 
and potential clients for, for your business as well. So when you think about these four things, now there is like a whole range of other things that you can do for events. And I will do a training course on this for our members within Female Fusion. But I would say that these are probably four of my top areas that really, really make a difference when you are organizing events and how it can benefit your business and help you build and grow your business over the... Excuse me. God, I'm losing my voice. So let's do that again. So by keeping the top tips in mind, now there are so many other things that we can look at around creating a successful event, and I will put together a training course for our members in Female Fusion on that. But looking at these four key points is that those are really four of the key areas that will help you put on a successful event for your business. We have created a personal branding toolkit for female entrepreneurs, which has a personal profile and biography template. It has podcast profile templates and a whole big section on getting the very best out of your personal branding photo shoot. All of this is the stuff that we use within Female Fusion, what I've used to build my profiles, to build my podcast pitch template, all of those different things. And we have created templates just for you to be able to use. Not only that, I've gone in and created step-by-step instructional videos explaining how to use it, given you totally detailed photographer briefing template to make sure that you're fully prepared for your next shoot. And I've done a little mini training to help you create your biography and really help you get one that makes an impact. So you can grab those. We have them for sale on Female Fusion. And at this moment, they're only $9. That's right, nine bucks. We've made them so affordable. The value's well over $100 and we put them on for you for $9 at this point. So link is in the notes of the show. Go ahead and grab those and let us know if they help you quickly create all of your personal branding templates.